All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of a、uh, hundred books a year with Kevin. Today, I want to spend one episode on a new book called、uh, "The Hidden Life of Trees."、Um, the reason I want to talk talk about this book is it completely changed my thinking around trees because I used to own, not I used to, I still own about I don't know four or five different kinds of、uh, bonsai trees and.、Uh, And I never thought that they can have so much function, and they can actually protect from each other and communication, and they can also fence off the, you know, the、uh, the leaf eaters, if you may, right? So let's just dive right into it, because there's a couple examples I think are really, really. Uh, interesting. So there is actually a language of trees, right? Where they communicate with each other, with each other with scent. So, for example, there is this a、uh, thing called a acacia tree, uh, in Africa, A C A C I A. Um, they're actually really in- interesting. Is that when a giraffe eat the leaves of one acacia tree? It gives out a warning gas.、Uh, it's actually uh, it's uh, ethylene to signal the neighboring tree that oh you know there's crisis happening like、right? you know there's a leaf eater there's a giraffe next to us. So what that does is that all of the trees that got that message they start pumping toxins to the leaves. So what that means is the leaves are gonna taste taste more, more ah、uh, bitter, so that it wouldn't leave a great taste with the giraffe. Now the giraffes are 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 very smart as well, so it can also pick up the scents, and then it will move to the neighbor tree that hasn't been affected by the gas. I think the range is like around a hundred and twenty feet or something. I don't exactly remember, but. What's actually interesting is,、um, because the tree like it's uh, uh, like as a plant, like the transfer of production of toxin is actually really slow. It would take them around an hour to get a toxin to their leaves, right? So over time, giraffe has learned this behavior. So they will so like it will walk upwind, so that the uh. Casia tree won't know that the giraffe are coming. So in the sense that if they're walking against the wind, then then they're eating one tree, one acacia tree, and then they will produce the signals, and then it's gonna get blown away with the wind. So the giraffe can just eat all of the other trees against the wind. I think that's really smart, right? Now a second example we're talking about the trees named like beeches, b e e c h e s or oaks or a spruce. So what's cool about them is they actually register pain, and they can actually feel pain when some creatures are nibbling on them. So what that means is the branches will send a electric signal about. Point three, so like the signal, it's it's not like neural uh signal when they trans like get transferred super super fast. 
the electric signal in the tree transfer about 0.3 inch a minute. Okay, 0.3 inch a minute. And then what's gonna happen is it will produce a sand, which takes about an hour to, to like do in order to like let everybody know, okay, there's a plant or uh, there's a plant being eaten. There's one of my leaves being eaten by them. It's actually really interesting, right? Now, the third example is trees can actually release different compound to different inset. I think that's actually really cool. So let me dive into that a little bit more with you guys. So when bugs start eating trees, when, you know, like bugs, they're eating leaves, they're, they're uh, diving into the branches, the trees can actually match the saliva to the insect. So when the inside was eating the tree, they gave out the uh, 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 saliva. So the saliva will be actually taken in to the um, tree. And then what's going to happen is they, like the tree can release pheromones to summon the predator of that particular insect. So like it's mind blowing because like the tree can first recognize what kind of insects are eating them by analyzing, meaning that they're actually tasting the saliva. And then they will send out pheromones to someone and say, hey, you know, like, uh, I don't know who eats some birds. Hey, hey birds, hey, we got some of your um, food here. And then the birds will come and eat the bug that are eating the tree, right? So, so in a sense that the trees has a sense of taste, right? And then after re reading this book, I start thinking about, okay, like, what do I do? Like, cause I have bonsai trees, do they, <coughs> excuse me, do they talk to each other? Do they um, say, hey, uh, Kevin didn't water me today, so you guys better buckle up or something? I don't know. And uh, right before the winter, I put two trees in one pot because I don't have a nice, uh, pot for the bonsai trees anymore so i put two of them in one do they talk to each other i'm thinking that they might talk to each other now right and then there's there, there's there, there's different you know like forest signs where you know trees they actually produce a support network where you will never see trees like fighting over sunlight because they have to learn to learn how to share the sunlight right so that's why you will see that the branches are you know, are, are spread out evenly in most cases where they don't overlap. And in a sense that if you are sitting or, you know, like resting underneath a forest, a very dense forest, it's essentially like nighttime because they, they like block light so well, right? So I, I just think this is actually really, really interesting topic. And I want to share a couple uh, tree facts with you guys uh, today. All right. So anyway, uh, that's the little quick podcast for today. The Hidden Life of Trees. Uh, go read it. It's actually really fun. All right, guys. Bye.